Welcome back to the one and only Minorities Report Film Podcast, the review edition. And this is your deep dive into episode seven of Amazon's The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, and of HBO's House of the Disappointment. Sorry, Dragon. House of the Dragon. It all starts with a D, so it can work. You know, all the Ds will work. And it's all unprecedented. Uh, <laughs> and it's all through a colorful perspective, of course. Your favorite minorities are back here reporting for duty. My name is Michael, and here with me is Michael Shama. Uh, do you mean Miguel? No, I mean Michael. And then, of course, Michael Mack and Mike can't be here to record with us today. So it's just the two of us, <laughs> Michaels. Do you want to uh, tell our listeners what is going on? Oh, my God. So, I don't know what happened last week. Something was broken, I think, inside my brain when I was writing the information for the episodes. And I'm sure somebody noticed. But I wrote, first off, we caught mid-episode, or you caught, that Ryan Condal, I had been calling Michael Condal. Yeah. <laughs> But but we, we what we did not catch is that the entire episode we called Miguel Sapochnik Michael Sapochnik. And I'm offended for myself. I'm offended for Michael. I mean Miguel. <laughs> for me and for every report. We first of all we appreciate all the feedback because like we got Plenty of feedback from our listeners saying that, like, his name is Miguel. And that was, like, uh, embarrassing. So, I just yeah. wanted to apologize to you guys and girls and people, like, and, and non-binary, like, and everyone. Everybody. And to, and to Miguel especially, specifically. To Miguel because, Nick, because, like, that's... He's a listener. He's an avid listener. We know this. We submitted to HBO Max, like, and Warner Brothers, so probably maybe sometime he would listen to one episode. Uh, one day. Uh, so, yeah. No. Uh, yeah, that was rough discovery. Um, I don't know what my obsession with the name Michael was last week. I was trying to think if there was a Michael that slighted me that day or that gave me a, a great compliment. I'm, I'm a sucker to great compliments, especially on my appearance. Uh, Michael Kors. <laughs> And of course, you know, man, I don't know. Maybe it's the Michael curse that is cursed House of the Dragon. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so looking forward again to both these conversations um, because what crazy, like, opposites these two shows are right now. Um, so listen, we're gonna get into it, uh, but before we do. Make sure you give the show a follow at M Report Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. Also, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. We are everywhere. Feel free to subscribe in multiple places. I subscribe to some podcasts on Apple and some on Spotify and some on both. So you can do that if you like. What you should definitely do is leave us a review on both. We would greatly appreciate that. Super helpful. It helps people find us, helps us climb the chart. So yeah, take like 10 seconds each, leave us a review. We would be very, very grateful. Also, check out the site mreportpod.com for written reviews, goodies on there. For this episode, 
we are reviewing episode seven of the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, and House of the Dragon, episode seven of each. But a quick reminder, I know I say this every week, but just in case you're joining us for the first time here, our proficiency of Tolkien lore and Game of Thrones history is what is presented to us through the respective films and series, not the books. Uh, we like it that way. We prefer it that way. We touch on some of the things, mainly on Lord of the Rings lore, um, that maybe we've heard or know, but really primarily 97% of what we talk about only pertains to the movies, TV shows, and such. Uh, so don't tweet at us. Don't email us. Get mad because we didn't talk about something obscure from the books. All right. First up on the report today, we got the non-spoiler review. Our House of the Dragon review is going to be spoilerific, but our Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power review is going to be non-spoiler. And the episode title is The Eye. Which eye? I don't know what eye. The Eye. Yeah. I was about to say, do we know which eye we're talking about? Is it the eye that we are expecting to see by the end of the season? Or is it the eye? No, we cannot see any. We can't see. We can't see that eye by the end of the season. It doesn't happen for a very long time, thousands of years. No, there's no eye. I'd be yeah. Maybe it's for for the eye. I will read the synopsis first of all. I would like to thank Raúl for writing this synopsis because uh, Amazon did not put synopsis on their website yet. We are recording this episode. Yeah, we're recording this episode before the actual release. As the Southlands are ravaged by ash and soot, Galadriel and the surviving Numenorians struggle to find their way out of the shadows and into the safety of sunlight. Directed by Charlotte Brandstrom and written by the workshop team of Rings of Power. That's right. The workshop team. Well done, workshop team. We are grateful. Um, so, I I got to talk. To, I got some feedback on last week's episode from you know some of the people that have been struggling with this show. And listen, very positive, very exciting feedback. I even got Logan. To admit, The Rings of Power is a far superior show to House of the Dragon. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was a huge, listen, that was a huge feat because he's, he's a huge Game of Thrones person. And I'm just glad, even before he listened to our episode. We were he huge Game of episode, Thrones episode. Yeah, I mean, we were a huge Game of Thrones that was, that was my whole thing. It's like, before he listened to our episode, he, he, he separated the two. Okay, he separated them, which is what I said last week. So people really need to separate Game of Thrones from House of the Dragon. There are two things. Uh, You know, the child cannot be held accountable for the sins of the father, nor the father the sins of the son. Um, So, yeah, Game of Thrones is amazing for the most part. Uh, House of the Dragon, not so much. But Rings of Power is what we're talking about right now. Uh, yo, this episode is so good. It's back to what I like. Um, I really like this world building. I really like the characters. I like the character moments. I like the character dynamics. Um, I love seeing Galadriel um, traveling with 
a new little travel companion for her, um, which was fun. It really shows, I think it's really cool. You know, there's this thing, I think one of the most, Galadriel in the movies is, is in it for very little. Um, but, you know, the one thing you remember is that even the most hate, the even the most hateful dwarf that hates elves cannot be, but cannot help but be completely enraptured by her beauty and her light. Um, and so it's fun to see some characters already falling victim to just her presence. You know, um, she's so impactful. Like even no, she, here, she has like more, more presence than the movies. But like Kate Blanchett's performance at that time was yeah, phenomenal, yeah. and the impact of Galadriel as a character. Even even with very minimal scenes or, or presence on the screen in the movie, she is impactful in lots of the um, situations that's happening afterwards. But here in the show, um, she is amazing. She has the presence. She she has the um, charming way to on the screen. She has great performance from the actress. It's it's a combination of everything. Yeah, no, she is. Yeah, Morphet Clark is incredible. She's so good. Uh, great presence on screen. Uh, but yeah, this, this, Shama, what did you think of this episode? So, this episode coming after that amazing Udon's episode, like last week, that everybody that I have talked to loved it. Even on IMDb and in everywhere where the reviews are, it's like, far superior reviews like uh, what like at 8.4 8.5 everywhere like right. everybody that i spoke to especially younger generation like i, I encounter working like with lots of the younger generation that 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 between like 18 and 25 and they love the show now especially after that episode and the some of them went back to rewatch the the first six episodes again after what i mean the first five episodes after watching episode six because they started getting more connected so I'm not sure if that's like because it's it, I found that like a lot and a lot of people were disconnected from the show for some reason. I feel like that you sure. and me were blessed enough that from day one we are so connected to what is happening and what is going on. But lots of the of the ones that have spoken to in the past week have shown this kind of disconnection in their in in their viewership way but after episode 6 everybody is enamored and in love with the show episode yeah. 7 i knew that it will be hard um for what going to happen after that episode because i in my heart i i knew that like it has to be a good episode that it will be a filler between two great episodes or, or or three connecting or three great episodes that are getting connected by this one. I did not expect that much to be shown in this episode, but it's a very good conclusion to what happened in the previous episode as far as we are staying spoiler-free. It's the, the smooth flow of the action that is happening, the, the smooth flow of the situations that we encountered in the first six episodes. Yeah. I did not need more than what we have seen in this episode. It is stellar performance again. Yeah. It has less visual effects because not a lot of action scenes are happening. We have a big reveal in this episode that we will not spoil it here. But 
we are getting introduced to a new character that we have not we, we were not sure if we're gonna see this character in this season or not um big um big scene happening uh, between king i forgot his name newton durin durin great scene happening between king during the fourth and uh, and the prince uh, i mean king during the third and prince during the fourth like great scene that like i love the dialogue in this show i love the yeah. dialogue in this yeah. show oh, yeah, yeah. it's and, like and... it's i always feel that the way they write this show is like how can we s- deliver our feelings and our intentions and what do we need the audience to understand with minimal strong words. The choice of words in every line written is perfect. You don't need the after show to to understand anything in the show. Like the brilliance of the writers, (laughs) the significant uh, uh, directorial effort delivers you what you need to understand fully without any explanation while this world is way harder than the game of thrones world because you have like different creatures in different world in different lifestyles in different backgrounds and struggles but um the, the and they fight for different things here so to deliver the words without any further explanation like I talked to Roll after watching every episode and I don't say like, oh, do you, did, did, what did you think what happens here? Or why did they do it this way? Because it's so clear and obvious for us, despite what's happening in Rings, uh, in House of the Dragon. Yeah. But overall, I enjoyed this episode. This we I love the score of the whole show, of course, but like we are introduced to a new piece of score here that like, uh, it's like... I don't know what's the name of that part of that um, score, like period, like it's, but it's more. I I feel it as like um, failing and raising to power, the defiance and success, failure and hope. So that's sure. how I feel from this music piece like it was amazing and we heard it in two different tempos through the show like uh, in the first 10 minutes and then the last like seven eight minutes it is the same piece but it has like different tempo up and down which i truly enjoyed a cinematography here uh, is different a little bit if i can say that there are different angles in in uh, in night shots that were done uh, differently, I think uh, it might be because we are introduced to a different character in that scene, and what happens in the aftermath of the presence of that character in that village. So we see like different angles for that village that we didn't see it in that way in cinematography. At least, like I did not think that we saw these wide angles for the village in that way in the previous episodes. I'm so confused by what character you're talking about, but. What character are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, like when 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 they pull the, oh. the fire and the and the, oh. and, the and, and and then burn well, we the village. We don't know who this is. We don't know. We don't know. Okay, but okay, I mean, okay, like okay. it's a but got it, got it, got it, got it. I was just like, what? Yes, 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 yes. This is the we have seen this character before, um, but they finally interact with the. They did the not see him. Like I meant, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the, the villagers finally- did not. Yeah. yeah, but they finally interact with the world that we're that we're seeing. 
Um, yo, big highlight to Owen Arthur who plays Princeton, and man, he delivers just a stellar performance in this episode. He really gives his all. I did not expect this to happen in this episode. I thought like the confrontation between him and his father will happen like later, like after like where they when they are getting closer to. That's not even. Thing. For me, it's like him and Elrond speaking. It's like yeah, yeah. yeah that 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 that. that line when he said like more it's, elvish uh, and yeah, yeah. Like, I, I love that I love it's, that line no the dialogue is really well written in this um I love I love the way the characters communicate I love the poetry um the cinematography is fantastic in this um I yeah I'm I'm super super impressed with this I love the character moments um yeah and it's just we're getting depth ride. of the characters, of the personalities, yes. depth that's needed and necessary for everything without like feeling boring or long or anything. It's yeah. like, I feel like it's, I will it's, say this. it's acad- academic in the way they are creating the characters here. And here's the thing is like, this show feels like it is trying to like fully respect Tolkien. And fully respect, regardless of what the racists say, and fully respect the original films, right? Um, and in ways that House of the Dragon feels like it is not. It feels like House of the Dragon is 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 written by people that think they're hitting the same level as Game of Thrones, but cannot manage to do so. Um, but Rings of Power... It's hitting all the right notes. It's fantastic. There is one downside to the episode, and that is at the very end, we get a reveal through, through, I don't think there's a spoiler. We get a reveal through text that is kind of unusual, and it, I don't understand. It's a weird thing because I feel like if it was delivered by dialogue, it would feel strange. It would feel like it doesn't belong and it would feel forced. But the way it was done is no better. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I still believe like it was done perfectly. Like I it was I was okay with it, but like I think if it was a dialogue, it will it would have more more impact. Or like but I like like um we will see in the next episode what, what happens, especially that it know. ended in that way. Listen, I don't even know what's going to happen in this next episode. We only have one <laughs> episode left. I'm so frustrated. Is it? Is, so it is the next one the final? It's is the, the final episode, Jamma. It's so confusing. Listen, I feel like so much needs to happen, but they have oh, been... Oh, only... Really, yes, they've been... Then. No, they've been very patient. They've been developing everything really well. And I feel like I have faith that it's not going to feel rushed. They're just going to set up exactly enough for us to like be excited about the next season. Um, they already did a great job in this episode kind of starting to wrap up certain things. Now there's some of these major things that need to come to a head, and I'm excited here for it. Um, also, you know, small thing to look forward to. I've, I've been saying it. I've heard a lot of people complain about it after I said it. The Harford story, yes, it's been the weakest, but it's finally coming to a to to a, an interesting place. So 
That's yeah. Here, here we to. got the culmination that we were looking yeah. for. I think it would have been better if we saw this in episode six, like part partially, sure. like getting things together. But I'm okay with it sure. to that extent because we will have more, more into storytelling with their stories in in season two. Yeah, for sure. All right. Next up on the report, the spoiler review for episode seven of House of the Dragon. Driftmark. As the families gather on Driftmark for a funeral, Viserys calls for an end to the infighting, and Alicent demands justice. Even the synopsis is written so badly. Like even the synopsis. (laughs) What are you? Are you talking about that? You call this the infighting? And, That's and what like, he calls oh, it. That's what he calls it. He calls it, we must bring a cease to this mindless infighting. Yes, I know that he did that, but I mean, like, to write a synopsis in that way, it's, like, so vague. Like, what are you talking about? You know, if somebody doesn't didn't see the episode, they will not understand what is going on. You have to write a synopsis that, like, gives you a, an overall non-spoiler idea of what is happening in this Listen. world. It's not as bad as the IMDb synopsis for Pearl, okay? So, we'll give oh it that Oh, my much. gosh. Was this <laughs> yeah. episode released yet? <laughs> no. I can uh, But this episode of House of the Dragon was released several days ago, and it is directed by Miguel Sapochnik. It is written by Kevin Lau. Miguel Lau? <laughs> no. Kev- I didn't say Miguel, right? I said Kevin. Oh, I know, I know. I'm Michael Lau. No, Miguel. Uh, no, Kevin Lau. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Shama, how did you feel about this episode? Uh, my feeling before listening to the after show explaining certain <laughs> things or my feeling before? Because I think, I, you know, I feel like this show needs... To have like directorial <laughs> commentary on okay, the show okay. when you're watching, so, you know. Be honest with me. Have you been listening to the podcast? Their podcast? No. Okay. Do I need I more? Do I need more explanation? <laughs> You've listened to other podcasts. No, I mean like their podcast, like talking about like that episode. I've listened to a podcast for the first two. Okay, but not for this one. Got it. Not for this one. No. Okay, okay. Continue with your thoughts. <laughs> okay. So I um, was engulfed at the beginning by like how everybody's performance is happening at the funeral. I enjoyed the funeral. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did not feel that they, that they do not know each other as they intentionally filmed this intro scene. Oh. As the, the that was the first thing they filmed of the whole show because oh. they, they wanted them to feel uh, strangers to each other, which I did not feel. Yeah, like you even know, what, it's such a dumb thing to say. Yeah, I knew you were going there. This scene is probably it's it's among the best scenes of the show. I like the scene, but then I you watch it. you watch yes. you watch the thing at the end. You're like. What does that have to do with anything? What? What are you talking about? Oh, exactly. Like I, I truly enjoyed like the hand gestures between. J- I love Prince Jace. Like uh, that, 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 that little kid actor is really good delivering 
every good line in this show. I liked when his when 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 Rhaenyra Ren- was was talking to him. I loved that, like when he reached out to his cousin and like uh, uh, and she held his hand. I like his com- I like this conversation with uh, uh, his grandfather. That like it means that everybody will be dead, which I enjoyed. Like every line written in yeah. that in that episode, and not in the whole episode, in, especially especially at the very beginning. I enjoyed that part. I enjoyed yeah. the the little the little brick played by like Prince Aegon. Like this kid knows how to act. Like he delivers like everything we need. To show that, like how he will become a crazy, crazy person, like uh, as a king, or as whatever is happening in his future. Uh, I enjoyed the scene uh, uh, when he when uh, when he was drunk. I enjoyed when he went on the dragon, um, and he was flying with the dragon. But the whole um, intimate conversation between Damon and Rhaenyra sounded hollow like um it just like there is no depth to what is happening like i understand that they relied on on what was built previously but i don't see emma darcy like delivering the same performance i expected while we were we were seeing millie uh, millie alcock yes alcock while we saw Millie Alcock with him in the last time they were together. Of course, like that's not new, not only on performers, it's more on the way it was directed. It was more on the way on, on how the lighting was happening um, for, for that time. And um, the jump that they had to their um, to, to them getting married, I enjoyed the whole story about um, how we are setting her husband free. I I felt it was perfectly executed with uh, Renice and King, her husband, King Corales. Corales. Uh, that conversation between them was really good. But like, I find that this show mentions the, the line, gods are cruel. Gods sometimes are cruel enough. Gods, gods are too cruel. Like cruel, they mentioned the gods are too cruel a lot in this show, as if it's an explanation to what's happening. And I feel that this is weakness in writing. Okay, you don't need to mention it in every episode, and you don't need to mention it in the same episode five times. Okay, we get it. You know, like find more words to show sorrow. Find more words. I feel uh, whenever they cannot find a line that describes what they have in mind. They just use this as an excuse. But Shama, to go to the f- yes. Sometimes the gods are cruel. Uh, okay, <laughs> we get it. We get it. You know, but like it's too much. Do, do you do you disagree? Do you, didn't you feel like that like it was, it was over the top? Listen, I, I, I'm gonna say something that as I'm thinking about it, considering how many scenes I did enjoy in this episode. This is going to come as a shock. But this is one of the worst made episodes of this entire series. There, I was, I couldn't focus on... Editing. Editing of this episode editing, took away. Editing. And I'm sorry, like, 
cinematography and lighting like that 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 the oh my goodness me i was watching this and i'm sitting there going there's these scenes, especially the scenes on the beach with Rhaenyra and yeah, Finn, horrible, that horrible. It is supposed to be dusk, and it it you can clearly tell that it is full on sunlight, and they just darkened it in post production in the worst possible way. I mean, you know, you when you listen to like what Nope did, they shot those night scenes in the day. You're like, no freaking way. In this one, I was half expect like. I was sitting there their going, eyes, if, yes, their I, eyes I was, are closed in their, a way. Their eyes, yeah. their hair, their hair is like fully lit, like so bright. Like it is, it's it looks so horrible. I was half expect like I said, oh my gosh, if they make a comment about like me and me and Logan were sitting there going, if they make a comment about like, you know, you wouldn't believe it, but we shot this day for night. Like no, no, we believe you. No, for a fact, we believe it, bro. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we yeah. can tell, and it looks horrible. It's so hard to see what's happening because they brought down the brightness of the entire. It's like if you turn the brightness down on your television on a really bright screen and you bring it down super low. Like it looked so horrible, I could not believe this. It's like a bad indie film or a bad student film. <clears throat> it it was ridiculous. Like I could not focus on this the opening scene i mainly love the guy that's delivering the sermon as they're burying um damon's wife like and then damon laughing at him basically saying like you know our family will continue will go on and he like laughs you know um yeah i, thought, I like that I thought as well that I was like really really good um i love his reaction i love damon's reaction i love just like that whole thing. Now, mind you, then it, so much goes downhill. Um, and we, that whole thing that you're talking about with the wedding at the end. And like, yes, oh, they set Lenor free. I don't care because I don't care about anybody in this show. I don't care who lives. I don't care who dies. When we thought Lenor possibly was dead... I was like, all right, I don't know. And I, I literally said, if he is truly dead, I don't know how the audience will ever be able to like Rhaenyra again. Like, it it it's it was one of those things that it was just like, there's no way they killed him because Rhaenyra would not be able to recover in our eyes because Lenor was only shown as a sweet man. She even said this. So then it was like, there's no way she could have killed him because she won't recover. So then it wasn't a surprise. It wasn't impactful. It was just like, yep, all right, he's alive. I guess Rainier is not as terrible as we thought, except for the fact that like, she married her uncle shortly after her husband was found dead on the island that her ex-husband, who was found dead, it lives on like her his whole family is there and she's just like i'm going to get married here just like a day after we found him dead and i'm a widow i got to get married to somebody and my uncle's here so let's get married like i i just don't know where the heads are of these writers i just don't know the justification of like the way that they decide moments and scenes and time will pass I cannot figure out, like, 
like I, I can't figure out, like I can't imagine what these conversations are like in this writer's room that they're going, yeah, this is the best option. Let's do that. I cannot agree enough. Like you explained like all my frustration that is happening, especially with this wedding. Um, the scene where, uh, where the king was talking to them about like the scandal after the kids had their fight while the cinematography right. and the fight was really bad using like uh, uh, um, hand cameras and like it was so shaking. And I understand they wanted to add like depth of, of the kids fight. It was not delivered in the same manner. Performance, despite that cinematography, was good from the kids. Like I enjoyed, like, uh, and the the um, continuity was really good. Like um, the delivery from each and every one of them, um, the fight, uh, they were enjoying it. I'm sure. <laughs> and then afterwards, I loved that delivery from the kid. Um, from all of the four of them, each and every one of them, especially Egan, Egan when he when he when he said, "Just look at them and you will know. Open your eyes and sure. you will know. Everybody knows. You know that was well written uh, dialogue in that one. But like that's what you feel that they do. They exert effort in writing like two three scenes in very good dialogues, and then they put very bad ones." It takes away from the overall experience. Like, you know, yeah. deliver standard, like, mediocre dialogue the whole show. Okay, but, like, don't give me, like, very good lines and then suddenly deliver very bad lines that you cannot find the good vocab to describe what is happening, you know? Yeah, and I like Olivia Cook as an actress, um, but I just feel like the writing and the direction in this scene where she loses it, was so weak because she goes she goes to an extreme so quickly. Yeah. We do not see her like we haven't seen her up to this point, like getting to the point where things are gonna boil over. She's just you can tell that she is intent, she is manipulative, she is, you know, working things to her benefit. Something she's still too naive, right? So she gets surprised by like that guy killing his family and then expecting payment for it. Um, so it shows her naivety, but never do we see, oh, she could snap at any moment. And so when she does, it just feels so out of place. Yeah, right. And I feel editing in that scene where she jumps and started like attacking her. Something was not right in the editing. Like, it was cut so abruptly. Yeah. Um, you feel like there is, like, another shot in the middle. Like, something is wrong. And then the cameras were, like, switching so rapidly between them in a way that, like, was bad in editing. Like, we see uh, Viserys' face. Then we see Alicent. Then we go to Rhaenyra. Then we see the surrounders. Then we see the fire. Then we see the kids. Then we see her jumping and grabbing the, the, the dagger from uh, from his waist. And then suddenly she cut the whole entire, the middle of the hall so fastly that made this reaction doesn't look right. And then the surrounders, like, yeah, the whole, the like, the premise of that part of the story was amazing. But the execution was really poorly uh, written. And I'm sorry to say it to Miguel, poorly directed as well. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's rough. I this is this is this is a tough one. Um, this show is is tough. Um, and I know that like lots of people love the show. Like I I, I talk to people like and they are so happy with everything yeah. with it with it. And it's at like nine point eight or something or an IMDb or nine point six. And I know that like people just like enjoy it. And they when when I started like having conversation with lots of people about it, they said like, yeah, we are not looking like for art here. I said, what do you mean? What do you mean you're not looking for art? Like, it's a show that like won all these Golden Globes, all these Emmys. Like no, it didn't. Built on Game of Thrones. Huh? It didn't win any awards. You cannot. So, so yeah, this show is not even made by the same people. Yeah, no, 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 I'm saying like people when I'm telling them, it's based on because people said like, oh, just like Game of Thrones, we are happy to be back. So I said like, you're talking about the like Game of Thrones that were what, they took their time writing and directing, and the cinematography was amazing, and everything yeah. here you feel like everything is so rushed. And I know that like lots of people just like watch it because they like the revenge thoughts and the, the malicious intentions from everybody, the bad vibe that is happening. And I understand it. It's entertaining. But like we, we can still look for artsy um, actions and um, work of art in everything because it's doable even in that universe. Yeah, but it's like... That argument is like a it's like a, a fine dining restaurant that is recognized worldwide. It's incredible. It's just people love this restaurant. It's it's heralded as a great restaurant. They open a fast food chain and the quality is really bad. And then people just go, Oh no, but it's still great because it's it's made by the people that have this other amazing restaurant. So this one's amazing too. It doesn't work that way. You have to judge each thing based on its own merits and what does it offer on its own. And You're this right. show is not hitting the mark. And this whole thing about like, oh, but it's based on Game of Thrones, that doesn't matter. Because Game of Thrones is its own things and Game of Thrones is incredible. This, this is something else. This is a disaster. And I don't even know if I, I look forward to another season. Like once Rings of Power is over, I'm not looking forward to watching these last two episodes without at least having Rings of Power to hold on to. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that, you you shocked me never because I, I I didn't know that it's only uh, eight. I thought like it's ten. So I said, oh, okay, oh, we still have eight. Time. Oh, I wish it was ten. So we only have one left. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, I think I'm guessing we're giving the championship belt to Rings of Power again. Oh, definitely. It's like, uh, yeah. And I would feel like, and I even think, like, even in episode nine and ten of uh, Game of yeah. Thrones, uh, House of the Dragon, we'll still give it to Rings of Power. Yeah. <laughs> if it's yeah, over. Yeah. I think we're still going to Rings of Power. It's just, this is this is a really tough show to get through. Um, and it just, I mean, listen, at least I appreciate that the time jump happened in the middle of this episode and not just we start the next episode with new actors. Um, now they've given us a peep. Hey, new actors are coming. Uh, and guess what, guys? We're jumping another 10 years in the future. Yeah, that's happening. Uh, two episodes or three episodes from, well, two episodes from the finale. So uh, who knows where we'll be by episode 10. Um, yeah. Shama, any final thoughts before we close this episode out? I really hope um, that House of the Dragon will become like better in the next like couple of episodes. Uh, I still have hope in everything. 
Rings of Power is giving us the ultimate satisfaction that is happening from artistic point of view for respect to token and um and keeping track of everything needed and not just like delivering unnecessary um narrative which happens a lot in the other show so um i'm i'm looking forward for the finale for for this season for ranks of power and i'm looking forward for what's going to happen in house of the dragon after that 10 years jump so this means that like the show jumped like what 40 years from the beginning or 30 years it jumped let me see episode one episode two is six months episode two to episode three is three years so that's three and a half years episode three to episode four was one year so that's four and a half months and then episode four to episode five at some point there's a there's there's a 10 year jump I think so. We're ending, we're, so we're, we're ending at like, like 27, 28 years. We're at like fifth. We're at like the fifteen year mark. Yeah, and so no, no, no. Yeah, so next jump is going to be another ten years. So yes, we will be at about twenty five years past from episode one to episode two, if my recollection serves me well. Uh, but anyway, that is it. That is it for our conversation on these two episodes. Yeah, these two episodes of TV episode seven. Next week we are going to bring. The finale for Rings of Power. We will bring you our report cards for Rings of Power next week. I will discuss episode eight of the most disappointing show of the year. Yeah, it's more disappointing than She-Hulk. She-Hulk is worse, but I didn't expect great things from She-Hulk. I expected great things from House of the Dragon. So House of the Dragon is still the most disappointing show of the year. Um, So yeah, tune in next week for that. It's going to be good. Um, Until then... We would greatly appreciate if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or on both. Helps us out a ton. Five stars preferred. If you like what you're listening to, please leave us a review. We would appreciate it greatly. Shama, let the people know where they can find you. Uh, I will not be in Westeros or King's Landing. I will still be here waiting for what's going to happen for Rings of Power because I'm so excited to see what's going to happen in the finale. And uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mohammed Chan. You'll find me not in the Southlands. Southlands are no more. But Southlands, no. You will find me, I wish, traveling with Galadriel. Oh, this would be amazing. The king. Oh, gosh, it's good. Listen, um, uh, that's where I want to be. But instead, I'll be on the socials. At the Raul Napedo, and we are at M Report Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. Hey, be a part of the show, and if you have a report, let us know. Especially if your name is Michael, let us know. This is yours, Minorities Report. Peace. <laughs>